yeah, that's fire. It, it's true. We're <laughs> we're really good at uh at baiting people. Yep. Yeah. You you could. Are you guys say like uh, uh, you guys love trolling your communities or, or what? Oh yeah. No, yeah. No, that's we would never troll them. We would never troll them <laughs> and like do something like start the show in the middle of a. Right. Nice. <laughs> I feel like they're very used to this kind of thing, right? Like they, they hear it all the time. This is my uh, Yeah. I think you gotta do that though. You gotta have fun with your community. We yep. we do, and we are having a lot of fun with our community here on Rune Terrible Radio, and we are in the midst of it now. I don't even we we trolled we trolled hugs there, saucy. I don't think yeah, I don't think he good. knows that yeah. we're we're in a podcast. Yeah, I'm not ready. We're yeah, we didn't even know. I, I realized. I realized. We didn't even know that he's going to be on the show right now. It, we just threw this in last minute. Right. Uh, but that is good. Welcome everyone to Rune Terrible Radio, episode number twenty-three, mm, twenty-something. I don't know. That's what I have on the Twitch channel. Okay. Yeah, we. Are going to be talking about some legends of Runeterra, of course. If you didn't know that, uh, it'd be weird if you were randomly here and didn't know we were talking about legends of Runeterra. But <laughs> we welcome you one way or the other. Um, mm-hmm. But we are here, and I already spoiled the guest for you, future podcast listener. So pr- retroactively <laughs> cover your ears. But uh, we are here with a legend in esports and gaming. We are here with. Uh, Legends of Runeterra streamer, tournament grinder, and Smash Bros. Melee OG, Hugs86. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the show. Thank you, thank you. It's good to be here. I actually really, I wanted to do this because uh, this whole community is brand new to me. So this is this is how I get to know people. This is how I get to like just just know how the community feels because I plan to be a part of it for a while. So that's awesome. Uh, it's good to get my feet wet and just start doing things yeah. like this. You know? Yeah. 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 And uh, people don't, in my part of the world, people don't tend to ask me too much about my thoughts about this game. So it's it's nice to, you know, partake in something where I get to, able to like, talk about it. Yeah, I get to talk about it. See, I, I mean, not not to say that I'm any sort of expert or like resource, but I, I, I think it it helps you just learn more and get better to just be able to talk about it and just the things yeah. that are going on in your head with it, you know? Hey. As yeah. someone who is doing three different podcasts right now, uh, mm-hmm. it does help, and it feels good to talk about the things yeah. that you're thinking about. What are the other two? So I do like a TF, I do a TFT podcast and an Overwatch, uh, an Overwatch specifically esports podcast. Ah, uh, okay. So you're you're triple dipping into three different communities. Triple dipping, yeah. He's triple, the triple dipper. I'm a, oh, that's okay. what they call me. That was my old name, the triple dipper. <laughs> the yep. triple dipper. <laughs> yep. That was the original name. Yeah, yeah. triple, triple. No, I, I got nothing more with that bit. Uh, <laughs> but before we get too, too off topic, mm-hmm. which I imagine just we've been talking for what ten minutes. I, we're gonna get off mm-hmm. topic. So if you guys are looking yeah, for a straightforward cool. episode, too bad. Oh, not gonna be it. Too bad. Okay, you, you guys, you, you guys uh, need to be ready. So I ask you the question, <laughs> viewers. Y'all ready for this? <laughs> Oh, my God, already. <laughs> it's already happened. I had to bring it in there. But we'll get on topic here because we want to know a little bit more about our guest here, Hugs. For those of you who aren't familiar uh, with the Smash scene, Hugs has obviously been playing 
we were talking about in the pre-show since what 2004 smash bros so, yeah middle uh 2004 is when i first started playing competitively mm-hmm. like tournaments and shit i uh started playing 2001 when it came out but yeah yeah like so i've been in just esports in general for a very long yeah you're time. you're definitely an og in the world yeah. where uh there's these Fortniteers and these uh, yeah. these Valorantes and all these, yeah. <laughs> these goddamn Fortniteers and PUBGers. Yeah, your PUBGers and your Fortniteers. <laughs> I, I I remember this is completely unrelated to LOR, but I I have to tell this story. Um, okay. I remember the first time I ever played Smash Bros Melee. It was in an uh in an EB Games. In oh, a, I miss that shit. In a mall. Oh, They're still in Canada, actually. Yeah. Uh, in a mall in uh in a an area close to where I grew up. Um, and me and my brother, when we we we, we would go back to that mall and we would literally when we got in the mall, we would sprint to the E B games just to play the Smash Bros. Uh-huh. Just to play the GameCube. It was like the greatest would thing there, ever. Would there be a line? No, there was no line. It was just okay. But it was just like a demo area. In a, it wasn't even like a setup. It was just like a demo yeah. booth for the GameCube when it first came out with uh, <laughs> with Melee. And uh, that's yeah. so good. Yeah, yeah, it was great. But um, so obviously, Hugs, you've been playing Smash Bros for a long time and been in esports for a long time. The first game I think of when I think of Smash Bros is not Legends of Runeterra. So what no. <laughs> what brought you what brought you here? What brought you into uh, into LOR? Okay, well, what brought me into LOR is another game that you don't think of when you think Legends of Terra. It was uh, Pokemon. So, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, so when Sword and Shield came out, I'd been playing Pokemon super casually singles, OU singles, for mm-hmm. like so a month or two, and it was just super on and off. It wasn't real. But then when the game came out, I was like, I really like this. I want to try to get good at it. So then I played it a lot, and I did pretty well at it. Um, and um, I wasn't going to stick to it, and I never had any intentions to, but it kind of told me that, you know what, maybe I'm not just uh, stuck playing Melee. I could mm-hmm. actually play other things and be decent at it, which is a fear you have, or at least that I had as a player. Sure. It's like, well, what if what if this is the only game that I'm good at yeah. is Melee, mm-hmm. and yeah. I can't uh, do another game? Well, Pokemon kind of helped me understand that I could, and that um, I may have some talents in a different type of game. So the way I looked at it was... Uh, so have you guys followed the melee scene at all or just seen a tournament or oh, yeah. two or just know of it? Yep. Um, so it's arguably one of the most mechanically difficult games out mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I, I was one of the players that was like ranked highly, but I had trash mechanics. Like I would say like I was playing at a sub top 300 level, but I would be ranked into like the top 20 and with mechanics like that, I was just thinking, okay, if I'm getting away with this shit in Melee, one of the most <laughs> difficult games, like, what if I were to apply... That means I have other strengths. And what if sure. those strengths were better applied to different types of games, okay. like Pokemon, or other turn-based games, like card games, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, I just... I, I wanted to give myself a shot to play a different kind of game where my strengths would be more valued. And mm-hmm. um, I, besides the fact that I'm also getting a little old... I was like, you know what? I, my reaction times don't matter here, right? Sure. And I still get to do, try to do some big brain shit. I like to gamble. I like to, <laughs> uh, yeah, I like, I like to play those kinds of things. So, first card game ever, 
it was just a shot oh, wow. in the dark. I just decided to try it just to try it. Yeah. And um, so I have no background. Like you asked me if I played a card game, zero, nothing, no, no magic, no hearthstone. In fact, up to just a couple months ago, I was calling it hearthstone. So like, I, I don't know anything about these games. And I just decided to play this because I felt like Riot would be able to take care of its esports. Sure. So if I was going to invest into a game, I would want it to be a Riot game and then just see how it goes. And hopefully, fingers crossed, I actually enjoy it. Yeah. And I did. So it's been cool since. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's funny that you actually say that because uh, I used to run a, a Hearthstone podcast and we'd actually get a lot of guests that came to Hearthstone from playing competitive Pokemon. So oh, it's, yeah. it's actually, okay. it's like, it makes sense. I mean, you're thinking like strategy and that's what mm -hmm. card games are. Mm -hmm. So it's just a different type of yeah. strategy game. Hmm. Okay. That that's interesting. I, I, f I felt like there'd be some crossover for the yeah. 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 So you're not completely insane, at least. Yeah, but, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> but it's yeah. yeah. like... I really don't know uh, much. Um, I, well, going in, I knew nothing. Um, so I was really dependent on people in my chat or, you know, just watching other streamers to mm -hmm. just learn the lingo. Like, you guys are talking about things right now that I don't understand still. <laughs> and you guys will probably say some things I'm going to need you to, like, fill me in on. Sure, you know? sure. Perfect. But, yeah. But, but um, trying to get good, you know. Well. It's been a journey. I, I would say it's kind of crazy. So... I, uh, when I first saw you were streaming LOR, like when you, mm -hmm. I think it was, it, I may have been like lurking in your chat for one of the first, I think it might've been, it may have actually been the first LOR stream that you did because you were playing oh, the tutorials. Uh, <laughs> so it's like, Where I was losing sometimes I'm sure. Well, but, but here's the thing though. Uh, -huh. uh you went from playing the tutorials and not understanding the mechanics of the game and having never played a card game. To mm -hmm. you, in the I mean, previous to the season that's right now, the first the best season you hit master. Mm -hmm. That's incredible. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what that means. I don't know. Like I, I have no like frame of reference to know how good that is. But people tell me that's pretty good. Like that's it, all right, and I'm and I'm happy about it for it's sure. It's like top. It's certainly top. Like higher than top one percent of players. Oh, that's it. Is it? Well, there okay. were a total of. Uh, like, I'm I'm rounding. I think like mm -hmm. under two thousand master players total in NA. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and there's probably how many millions of people that play the game. So are they really? Oh shit! I'm assuming okay. I, they don't they don't release those numbers, but I'm just yeah. I'm I'm assuming. Guessing. Right? Okay, there, there's three there's three thousand plus. Okay, Gummy is saying there's okay. three thousand plus master well, players. Well, okay. But well, even well, so, I ended in the top two thousand, so yeah, it still counts. Okay. Still counts. Right. Yeah. And those are, you're talking millions. Those are some riot numbers, man. I'm not used to those. I'm assuming that it's millions. Uh, there's maybe at it's least, not, there's but... at least a hundred players. I'm going to say that. At least. At least. That's, well, that's there's, reliable. there's at least 300 players because we recently hit 300 people in our Discord channel. Uh, Discord.me yeah, so, uh, right. Discord yeah. slash Rune Terrible Radio, by the way. Uh, <laughs> get that plug in there. <laughs> it, to, yeah. to me, and, and I, I understand, obviously, like, you have that sort of competitive mindset that i think mm -hmm. even some of the you know the the, the fortniters and the and the the newer <laughs> the newer folks playing even even like uh -huh. overwatch people because i've been covering the overwatch scene since it before uh -huh. the game came out don't have that same like mentality going into it and watching yeah. one of your streams the other day you really put it into perspective for me because you're saying on your grind you wanted to play 
just a good deck, the same deck over and over and over again to get to masters and then start like learning the game, like learn yeah. one deck and then, and then learn the game. Cause you don't want to practice against bronze tier players, right? <laughs> Yeah. No, I don't. No, I didn't want to like get good at beating shitty habits. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, I also, um, I feel like I could learn the game through one deck, at least to a certain extent, mm -hmm. because I was at such a shitty level that uh, it, what what benefit do I gain from like playing like 10 different decks mm -hmm. if I don't even understand what my deck does and I don't even understand how people like what their decks do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't even know what cards to look out for yet or at that point. Yeah. And so through one deck, I could learn the game because I, I could see how they react to this thing that I'm doing and the, the, the tools that they use to react to it. And then I, I, and then I could do that with every deck that I fight. So then like I, it kind of gives me a, a place to center myself and then just get, gather all this information mm -hmm. that is like purposeful, right? If you throw me 100 decks as a brand new player, I'm going to look at all of these and it's just going to be a bunch of shit that I don't understand. <laughs> I might win some games, I might lose some games, but yeah. I'm not really going to learn. But if I'm yeah. just doing one to grind and then get to the good players, then I could start messing around. Like, as soon as I got into Masters, I just got my ass kicked before <laughs> I started winning again. And, like, I debuted kind of high in Masters, but I knew it was fraudulent. Like, I think I debuted in, like, top 500, and then it okay. was just plummet. It was just boom, 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 boom. Because <laughs> then I started playing with other decks. Then I started, like, yeah. uh, trying to grind different things that would help me get to the next level, which... Mm -hmm. I figure a lot of players that are new to competing in games, they probably just look at their rank and just like grinding up or mm -hmm. just like leveling up. Right. And then it, as long as they get the higher number, they feel validated in their. Yeah. hundred percent. I don't think it's how it works at all. Nope. Um, no, at all. So uh, I, there's a certain point where I've just, I just wasn't, I was only concerned with ranking up so far as to play the better players mm -hmm. and i mean to kind of show my team uh, dignitas like hey look i i have some like there's like <laughs> yeah. a, an actual like number here i could attach to my improvement but then after yeah. that it's just going to be all grind and lose as much as i want until yeah. i figure things out yeah. But honestly, like that's some of the best ways to learn. Like you remember the mm -hmm. games you got your ass handed to you, and then you can go mm -hmm. back and see why. Like that's just yeah. it's it's the same advice I tell a lot of people. I'm like, hey, how can I, you know, climb ladder most efficiently? Like, take a deck, learn it really well, and you know, do well. Learn the fucking game. Like yeah. learn the yeah. game first before you play with a bunch <laughs> of stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. And I wonder how like because I, I see uh streamers and like you know the better players say like this is a deck that you could climb ladder with. And I think a lot of people take that they probably take that and then just go, cool, this is how I get to Masters. And that's their end goal. That's just yeah. where it ends, right? Yeah. They're not thinking, this is how I get to the better players to get better. It's more, this is how I'm on the same level as these better players, which is not the case. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been a lot of fun, dude. Um, I'm trying to apply what I learned in competing in other games. I think, I think a lot of people have learning games wrong. Mm -hmm. in the sense that um um i think a lot of players that are good at games initially at least mm -hmm. uh get there luckily like they just sure. happen to be really talented and they just get there but they didn't know how they got there right. and like the, the i think the really good players are the ones that last a long time those are the really good ones because mm -hmm. they they go through the adversity of playing other players that are also good yeah and so then they have to adapt to that and then change things up and, and like learn from their mistakes, et cetera. Um, so same with Runeterra, same with any other game. You're going to like within a year, you'll see who is good, good. 
mm-hmm. and who just you know fucked around and just moved up you know yeah it's like, yeah i, I want to be a good good player right that is it's such a rare thing to hear these days and I guess this is tu- this so? is turn- turning into the three boomers podcast where we just talk. Back in my day, you had to grind. <laughs> if you didn't play ten hours in a in a in a basement at Grand Prix Providence, then you don't know what. It- if you didn't play a PTQ in a gym in a gymnasium, you don't know what playing. <laughs> right. Uh, exactly. I you did that, by the way, in Canada. Um, uh, nice. <laughs> and I'm sure there's me- melee tournament stories that are the same uh, that are uh, similar Caliber. level. Yeah, similar. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, yeah, for sure. No, dude, well, because <laughs> coming up in Melee, um, so I went through the era where there were players that I... Okay, so I started in 2004. I literally only have respect for one player from my era. I think everyone else from that era, as good as they were, even uh-huh. if they were better than me back then, I think they're trash. Because okay. they um, they couldn't keep it going. Like, as soon, right. as, as soon as people started catching up, they were just done. And they right. tried to blame it on, like, oh, you know, I don't care about this game anymore. Yeah, sure. they cared. Everybody cares. Point, right. right. Yeah, you care cared. when you're winning and then Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they just sudden... didn't hang anymore and then they just kind of disappeared whereas there's only two players from my year, I would say, that still compete at a level today. And um and same goes for the other players that came in 2005, 2006. There's mm-hmm. some good players stuck around and mm-hmm. I I mean I could tell when someone um you know has that learning ability yeah. to just like keep improving and everyone could get it right as long as you're just thinking about these things correctly yeah dropping the ego shit yeah. like that yeah exactly yeah. yeah but it's fun dude you know what's great about this community specifically when it comes to that is that everyone's super nice about it everyone um well uh, no you, you haven't been talking to everybody yet i guess oh yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> I, every, everyone seemed nice and kind and shit like that like they've uh, been helpful it's it's but... a, it's always a level of um it's always a level of uh it, it depends on what you're comparing it to right like, uh-huh. there okay. are definitely toxic card game players um <laughs> oh yeah what's oh. a toxic card game player like what's because you can't type at me oh well okay so, yeah. so... Well, what do they do well, maybe not in LOR and not like the people you're competing against. Like that would okay. I'm thinking more like Reddit complainers. I'm also oh, thinking okay. more like I'm also thinking more like in Magic the Gathering in person. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, the same sort of toxic right. things that I'm sure you would hear at a melee tournament. It's like yeah. the person who's actually not it, it's exactly what you're saying. The person who's won a couple of like small level events that don't really mean anything. Like they win locals, uh-huh. for instance, some like the equivalent yeah. of that. They win like their okay. local, they're like their local grinder. Then they get to a regional event and they just get dumpstered because they're not actually good. They're playing okay. against, they, they're the type of person that will play against players that are specifically worse than them to just oh, show yeah, off. Yeah, just to feel good. And then, yeah. and, and, and then in magic uh, or even in LOR or something, we see this, uh, as well, where people will be like, oh, man, I lost this game because this guy top dicked this card. Oh, my God, he's so lucky. Mm-hmm. I can't believe oh, yeah. how, what a luck, what a lucker. He drew this card. It's like, well, actually, dude, if you would have played around that, like you could have played around that or like you could have uh, set this up. Good. You could have set you could have set yourself up to not get blown out by this card, like okay. things like that. It, it's yeah. the same stuff. We're like, I'm sure it's like, oh, well, uh, you know, he hit the tipper yeah, there. I, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, if I didn't, if I didn't ask D, if I didn't suicide on my last stop. Right. Yeah. Where, where the thing is like, well, you let him keep it that close the whole game. So the yeah. fact right. that it hinged on that means that you aren't that much better than, than right. the person. Like, yeah. sure, the, that part sucked. 
the top deck probably sucked. That's not why you lost. That's not the reason you right. lost. There was yeah. a lot of calculated decisions that led up to that moment, which mm, is the right. why you probably right. lost the game. Yeah, I uh, think you got to be really, really good to 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 make those excuses when they actually apply. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. Like, I, I'm sure there are times where like, those those actually made sense, but yeah. most of the time, people spewing that probably don't know what they're so, saying. So it's, yeah. So like, laugh when laughing makes those excuses. That's that's a. Uh... It's. Yeah, I'm not gonna argue yeah. with him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, also right. not, I'm not trying. I'm not trying to get you to talk smack about uh, about, about melee no. players either. No, I uh, mean, I, I I would have no problem with that, but I also don't have anything really bad to say about Leffen. I think he's great. Yeah, yeah, smart dude. Yeah, so super smart. I, so we we always compare like because most like you said most of most of the guests we have on the show are a lot of people that come to this are coming from other card games you know Magic the Gathering mm-hmm. Hearthstone Pokemon Yu Gi Oh whatever yeah. um, but I'm curious because you know you're coming from Smash so way different yeah yeah way <laughs> different so like in the tournament scene the competitive scene how have the Legend of Terra tournaments you know things that you played in been comparable to Smash tournaments well I think it's hard to say because I haven't done a live one yet which is what I'm hoping. I'm, I'm assuming that the the big events are the live ones, right? Like those are the ones that have the most importance placed on them. Am I correct? Or I'm, I mean, I we mean, don't not we, right now. We don't know what Legends of Runeterra is going to be in right, Magic. Right. I mean, it would card be. games in general. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Um, well, so it's hard to compare like the online events to like the kinds of events I've done with uh, Smash, mm-hmm. but um, I can say that. At, it feels a little more grueling for a one day thing, but I don't know the norm typical format. So like sure. the one I the ones I've done, um, I've done Duels of Runeterra. I've done um, was it the the Jam Jam Fest? Yeah, Jam Fest. Yeah, um, and those are like six rounds of Swiss into a top sixteen or top eight. Yeah, something like something, that. Yeah, they're, I, they're I've never still been playing there, around so with the know. format. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so it's grueling. Um, typically in Smash, even though it's a it's a grueling game as well, but the, the majority of your time spent is uh, grinding and warming up and practicing. Mm-hmm. And then your actual match, uh, for a top player, you could probably kill your, your first day of, of tournament bracket in two hours. Um, oh, wow. Second day is a lot worse. It's probably like, probably like eight hours, but only realistically like two and a half hours that is spent playing tournament matches the rest mm-hmm. is grinding or practicing for those tournament yeah. matches um so it is grueling but uh, i don't know how it'd be for a live event i don't know if that'd be different if i'd get more breaks or whatever but next one i'm gonna do it not streaming because i think the streaming part tires me out too because i can't yeah <laughs> it's true it's, it's, that's, that's really tough though because like it, there's an amount of like mental energy that goes into streaming in itself, yeah. like oh, yeah. entertaining other people. And then the mental, you know, tax that you have from playing a strategy game is it's, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. it's exponential. Yeah. And then on top of that, the strain of feeling like you're not focusing on one or the other. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will but, selfishly um, say that you should stream your games if you're uh, playing in the tournament so that we can cast them. But uh, I understand. Yes. The <laughs> I, I, I would do the, I would do the whole discord thing. Right. Oh yeah, so yeah, I don't actually do have to entertain yep. a chat, but you guys can still cast it. I don't know why you'd want to cast my matches. My I, I feel like the my first uh, two tournaments, or yeah, when I was playing, I was like, I hope they're not casting this because I I feel like I felt extra aware of all my decisions. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. 
I look like yeah. an idiot. Why am I making this decision? Yeah. Oh and, shit! Uh, I misplayed, yeah. and that makes it way worse. Yeah, like Ernie's getting misplay, and now they saw it. They're laughing at me. I'm like I'm thinking about this shit that I wouldn't think about. Uh, I shouldn't think about if I'm trying to compete. Right. Uh, I will say, um, we. I think we casted one of your matches, but we didn't. Mm. I remember specifically we casted one of your matches because of where your stuff was set up on your stream. We like couldn't see your hands super well. So oh yeah. Like, uh, oh yeah. You also put up the ghost cam, the uh, ghosting cam too, in case. <laughs> the the ghosting cam. Yeah. Oh, you mean the, uh, the like, like anti hand cam so that. Oh yeah. So people yeah. don't snipe me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The anti snipe. Put my whole face across my entire. <laughs> yeah. So that was funny, um, but yeah, I I do think. I, I, you know, I had actually, I've actually only been to one Smash tournament uh, that I just was hanging out at because I was in the area. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that because there's, yeah, they do like different like groups and pods. So you're actually not playing the whole day. In Okay, that's good. Yeah, that's, that's, that's how, what I would hope for. Well, in, no, no, no. In, in a card game, you're basically oh. playing the whole day. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Really? It's, well, at least, it's brutal. You know, coming from like, coming from, from like magic. magic the gathering tournaments yeah. it's literally all day for three days it's usually and like, yeah yeah there's in there i don't it's i don't it's know usually two it's days still... of tournament the first yeah. day is like side events and stuff but it's like yeah, exactly if you are in yeah. the tournament from the beginning of the actual event and you win the event you're playing probably 20 hours that weekend yeah oh, shit okay yeah. so you're talking like i'm in the venue 10 a.m yeah and then yeah. i'm playing till like 8 p.m Yep. yep, two days and then you run it back. Yep. It's usually Shit. usually a little bit later of a start on Sunday, but or no, it's yeah. an earlier start on Sunday because if people need to fly back on Sunday, like you know, right, right, right. But that was also, I mean, that's paper, that's magic, physical cards, and like it's it, there, there's logistics. Not sure yeah. exactly how it's going to be with you know Runeterra because I know like I, competing in DreamHack for Hearthstone wasn't as grueling. Yeah, like that's that. true. Okay, okay. Yeah, that yeah. was like uh, like five hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. it's not, not that, not that, uh, not that I like. I'm not used to doing like long events. It's just when I decided to enter this online one, I was just thinking, oh, cool, like I'll play like, <laughs> matches, like within two hours. I'll know if I'm in or I'm out. And right. then that wasn't the case. Like it's like hour six, and I yeah. still don't know if I'm like officially <laughs> eliminated or not. It's like, fuck. Yeah. And then, um, and then I, you know, you have this mentality in Smash that you, you know, you take every opportunity you can to learn. Yeah. Well, on this, it's like, even if I'm eliminated, I can still play tournament matches. So it's a learning opportunity, but you're like, shit, it's already six hours after it started. Like, I'm so tired. I'm hungry. Yeah. I will um, say. So next time I stream, I'm going to have my breaks next time. Yeah. Yeah. It definitely, as many breaks mm-hmm. as you can get is, is definitely helpful. Yeah. And I will yeah. say, after you, um, once you've done enough of these, like, sort of card tournaments, when you start mm-hmm. O2, you're not staying in for the tournament. For the tournament experience, like oh yeah, like after enough, like enough once you're events. out, I mean, it, at least yeah, that's the general set because it's just so even like the really good players. Uh, yeah, just because like it's a lot of those, a lot of those players, and I guess it's the same. It would be the same in melee too. It, like you're like you know the matchup well, and there's mm-hmm. not like there's a, a level of diminishing returns in a card game. Cause like in, in melee, right. like you can keep your, your hands are getting warm. You're getting used to like player, uh, like player, uh, tendencies and whatnot. There's more than just the game itself. It's like knowing the player and knowing like those sorts of things yeah. in, well, in Runeterra. Uh, it's like the game is the game, right? 
And like you can right. get you can get some of that like oh I know that they're more likely to like pass here or they they play aggressively with stuff like that but like if you know the matchup it's it's like diminishing returns to play out more games. You think so? I mean well, that's that's just like the con- what I think a lot of players do. I, I I don't know if you see too many like pro Magic players that stay in if they're out of the running. Might just be a different okay, mindset. It, just, it could be. I I just I just know with melee like melee is like diminishing returns the game. Like you will <laughs> like at, at a certain level. This game has been out for so many years. Yeah, right? yeah. So like even at the highest levels, when you're grinding like for a month straight for this tournament. You're you're just improving by the smallest smallest increment, and you're putting mm-hmm. in hours and hours and hours. And yeah. you might be able to get this ledge dash with Fox that gives you one extra frame of invincibility that right. you might use in a match where it might make a difference. And then if that happened, you're like, cool. I, yeah, that was what the, the whole month was for. Uh, but that's essentially just diminishing returns on your work. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It might be a mindset thing where, and it, you know, I've I've kind of seen it with like so like i'll bring it back to leffen when he yeah. tries new games he brings in like his competitive mentality into every game that he plays yeah and he typically shoots to the top yeah. after oh, enough yeah. effort because a lot of other people are not willing to play the game sure. the way he is yep so um personally like when i ask what the top players in this game are doing it's not so that i could copy them i i want to see how i could out edge them eventually right so like if there's a world where I think that I like again. I don't know because I, I'm not that good yet. But if if I'm at that level and I could see some benefit from playing it out, sure. and even when I'm O2, then I'm gonna fucking do it. If yeah. it's if I feel like it's gonna give me an edge on these better players, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's definitely the right mindset, though. Uh, yeah. Well, to be fair, <laughs> theoretically, yes. But there's also yeah. like, is that the best use of your time to do that? Because like, right, right. That the, could, yeah. The other thing about card games is like you can get on i mean you can do theoretical stuff in melee too but it's like can i actually execute this but like mm-hmm. i can the i can like think about a concept it's like okay is is vile feast good against gangplank for instance those are two two random cards it's like okay. no vile feast is uh-huh. not good against <laughs> gangplank because it doesn't kill okay. it it gangplank has overwhelm and like like that sort yeah. of thing it's like i don't need to play against I don't need to, to figure test that, that interaction right. 50 times to know that that doesn't make sense. It's like right, right now right, something right. like is vengeance a good answer to gangplank. Theoretically, I can think, okay, I'm using a kill spell to kill one of their champions. That's good. But maybe playing against that matchup, it's like, oh, actually vengeance ends up being too expensive because I had to spend my spell mana too many mm-hmm. turns early. And when they play the gangplank, I don't usually have seven mana. So vengeance is not actually a good uh, answer to gangplank i can uh, kind of theoretically do that but like until i play out the matches i might not know what the actual right. answer to that is but doing that a mm-hmm. hundred times like it might be useful in melee is not as useful right, i think right, you can right. take okay. you can once you get like the framework you can take the shortcuts i think easier in card games than you would in, yeah in a fighting game so, I so think. let me let me let me ask you this then because this has been a question that's been on my mind since i started playing this game okay is that um how at a, at a certain point, I feel like every good player is making the right decision, right? I disagree, but um, go on. Okay, well that that's that's what I was thinking. Um, that they at a certain point, every player, every good player, is making a good decision. So, what would differentiate 
between players. Like what would make someone succeed more uh-huh. than another player in a game where it seems like you're saying these situations are conceptually figured out. Mm-hmm. So where's what differentiates these players? What makes someone greater than I, another person? I think I have a, some theories on that, but Saucy, do you okay. have like a a thought on that? It's tough because it, you always want to assume your opponent's making the correct plays, but there's mm-hmm. a lot of times they're just literally not. And that happens <laughs> at all levels of play. Like yeah. I've been to... And I'm, I'm always bringing this back to magic because that's what I competed in the most. Exactly. But there's been so many Grand Prix events where you're at, you know, top level, there were, you know, 500 players, you're in the top 16, mm-hmm. and your opponent makes the dumbest play. And then that's what really throws you off because you're yeah. thinking, in your mind, you're thinking he made the right play, but you're trying to figure out why he made the right play. And you're like, right. How in, how was that ever right? Like for him to vengeance my two one when I have a three right. three here, and it's just like you're trying to like conceptualize why yeah. this happened, but when realistically they just they just fucked up and <laughs> they just misplayed. Okay. <laughs> yeah, really? well, okay. and misplays misplays happens a lot, and like I think we as like strategy game players, we kind of game ourselves and we kind of like become our own worst enemies sometimes mm-hmm. and overthink a lot of things. And uh, I don't know, it, it's tough because at the highest ranks, you still people still make mistakes. Mm-hmm. yeah okay uh, i i have um so i are are you familiar with like uh playing like texas hold'em in poker yeah so i did i did play poker a lot okay yeah. so like in in poker like you can look at the hands and there's like a mathematical correct amount to bid mm-hmm. and like how what you should go in um knowing that level of stuff is always useful but even in poker like making that making that uh high ev call is 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 going to be good in the long run but it's not like getting yourself to that position is is the important part so like knowing being able to evaluate a situation cuz like unlike poker in a game like legends of runeterra there's more variables right like you can get into similar yeah. situations but it's not like okay i have ace king and they are like their range is like uh you know like six seven suited to pocket cake Sorry. something like that yeah. i'm just making up examples for right. the poker right. nerds that are going to be like oh that's not technically possible i'm I'm not a super <laughs> technical at yeah. poker uh-huh. understanding what the right decision is there uh is one level but then the next level is like how can i set it up um to get to that position where i can make the right play how do i set that up three turns in advance and we see you know, I get the I have the benefit of being able to watch the highest levels because I'm casting these tournaments. So it's like mm-hmm. you see a player like Winding God who just won the last duels of Runeterra, uh, or okay. a player like BBG or any of these like top you know, a lot of people are saying the top level players, they're making these plays where even me and, and Casanova, who are Casanova's a high masters player. I'm just a plain simple masters player. Mm-hmm. I'm like that's an interesting play to make here. Let's see how it plays out. And then two turns later, it's like, oh, he needed that there so that when his opponent likely played this card, he was going to be ready to deal with that. Uh-huh. Or he needed to save this card that would have been a good card to play. Um, He needed to save that for something that he knew his opponent would have in his deck. Stuff like yeah. that. Right, okay. The example okay. I the example I give um is ruin, a card like Ruination. Like, that's a card that, like, Low level players, they're gonna get blown out by it, right? Yep. Because you're playing way too much on your board, and then your opponent gets like a five for one. They kill five things with one ruination, right? 
Well, mm. the next level is, oh, I'm playing around Ruination. Uh, so I'm I'm going to only commit as much to the board. If I think they have Ruination, I'm going to only commit as much to the board as I need to to bait out the Ruination and then have a follow-up play. Well, the yeah. next level after that is if I have Ruination and I need to get more value out of Ruination, I'm actually playing things out on the board with the thought that I'm going to Ruination to make my opponent think that I don't have it so they commit more. Yeah, like Got it. that's okay. like yeah. When when they're smart enough to notice, right? So it's playing too much shit. It's it's yeah. it's stuff like that, and then also like knowing the matchups and knowing like what deck is good against the other, and then like what is the actual objective in the game. Like mm-hmm. if I'm playing a control deck and I'm playing against an aggro deck, it doesn't matter if I'm spending my seven mana spell to kill their two one. I need to preserve my life total at any yeah. cost, right? Even though that might be that might feel like a bad play. I need mm-hmm. to do it because that's the objective. The The value of it doesn't matter. It's like, I need to preserve my life total. Anyway. So yeah, I know we're going, we're going deep into a rabbit hole here, yeah, but it's yeah. uh no, it's okay. Super nerdy I, card game I stuff. I like that hearing I about it. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm hoping, I'm hoping I get good enough to a point where I could start like exploiting that kind of thought process is my goal. It's fun. Like the yeah. mind games in card games, that's kind of one of the things that we don't get as much as it be, with it being a digital card game is you yeah. can't like, you don't sit there and you can't like make these visual bluffs, right? But there's a lot oh, of, yeah. <laughs> like, there's still a lot of back and forth. Like I was streaming the other day and I, I'm, I'm like, all right, I'm going to make this purposely wrong play here. Yes. And it's, but it's wrong by all means. But if I do this, my opponent's going to think that I don't have yep. uh, another follow-up part. play. And like, I'm going to make this shitty block so then he's super confused and he's going to like use his grasp on my wrong unit. Yeah. And then I'm going to play my gangplank and win from there or yeah. whatever. Like there's right. a lot of times where like making the wrong play is the right play. And that's like my right. favorite yeah. thing in card games. Okay. Some of the old, like the old, I don't see it happen as much anymore. And I never even, I got to it a little bit at my like local level in magic, but like some of the old time, like magic players, like if they have, like you go into a tournament, I'm sure this is the same with melee too. Like, you're playing against someone and it's a newer player versus like a, a like a, someone that people know. I'm sure this happens to you when if if a random person's playing against you at like a local or something. They're probably mm-hmm. a little intimidated, right? Like they're a little they're playing a little off. I mean some people yeah. might rise to the challenge but they're playing off. It's the same thing with magic. So okay. or or Legends of Runeterra. If I if you have a 3-3 out and I attack with my 2-2, mm-hmm. you think, "Oh, well I'm going to block. I'm obviously I'm going to block right. there, right?" But if right. I'm if if I'm uh, attacking with this tutu, and you're intimidated by me, it's like, oh well, he's not gonna make a he stupid must have play, a plan. Right? Yeah, he, yeah, he must yeah, have he something. Must have it's gonna be bad. But the like yeah, true, true. the super like, but the, you can do that whether you have it or not. It doesn't matter if they're not gonna block. Like you get it in, even if it's a yeah, bad yeah. Pl- like you might get blown out by them blocking. But like that sort of thing is like the, the like pinnacle, and it's like such a. It's I don't even know if you can do it in digital card games because a lot of it is like uh like playing off of whether you think your opponent's gonna block or not. Uh-huh. Um it's just stuff like that. Um so when they do these Hearthstone tournaments, can you not see your opponent? Like when well, they do the in live person. Ones? Uh I, it, Are you not it playing depend. like across from each other? Or no, something? in person you can, yeah, hundred percent. Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So, it yeah. depends. Oh so, well, yeah, the I guess if you're on the computer, you can probably see them, right? Yeah, yeah. Because like I get Dreamhack, whatever you're them. sitting across from each other. Yeah. Okay. So you yeah. kind of just, just 
take a look at them. Give them, give them the, friendly, <laughs> the friendly banter, or yeah. or just like laugh at their play. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Noob. you played a draven. What a dumbass. What an yeah. idiot. I'll, I'll do some of that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just be, uh, be as toxic as possible is what our best advice. Yeah. Just, just be as toxic as you can at tournaments, folks. You heard it here first. Yep. Uh, uh, Make it fun for no one but yourself. For 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 the record. Uh, I 100% mean it. I'm doubling down on yeah. it. Um, yep. So <laughs> you kind of talked about you want to continue being, continue playing LOR and, and getting to that yeah. high level. Are you, is that your, like to move into it, if not full time, like be it uh, like a pro tournament player? Is that what you're? No, you're I 100% want to be uh, a pro tournament player. Like I want to be top in the world. Like I, I want to say number one in the world, but I don't know what that means yet. So it's kind of like too much of a goal (laughs) right now. Obviously that's where I'm going to keep aiming towards. But, um, and like the way I have it, uh, in my head is I haven't reached the point where I'm stuck. I know exactly the steps I want to take to get closer and closer. And so I'm doing them right. Mm. Um, there's going to be a certain point where, um, uh, like I'm going to have to start really, really reviewing all of my matches. Like I'm going to have to start mm-hmm. watching my VODs, which I, ha- I haven't started doing yet. Um, mm-hmm. Cause there's so many other things I can learn right now that that right. doesn't really, yep. that's not the thing I need right now. Mm-hmm. So I start with that. And then there's going to be a point where I start getting into the mathematics of it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be a point where I start getting into the, you know, the clever deck building right before a tournament part of it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, there's going to be, the level where I start actually studying the opponents that I'm going to have in my bracket and how they, how they've played before, how they Mm -hmm. like to play that kind of thing. Um, So there's going to be levels that I keep taking on until I get there. But my ultimate goal is to compete at a level similar to uh, that of how I competed in smash. Awesome. Um, Yeah. I don't just want to be like, cool. I got into top 20 masters. Like Mm -hmm. I'm I'm out. Like, no, I'm going to show up to tournaments. I want to, I want to make brackets. I want to, or what do you guys call them? Top cuts? <laughs> top cuts, right? Something like that. Top cuts. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, I want to do some of that shit. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. call them top baits for us. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I want to I wanna be at that level. That's my goal. Uh otherwise I literally would not be playing at all. I yeah. don't I don't really play anything unless I play to, you know, try to be great at it. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. I, I'm I... too old. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta spend my time getting, wisely, man. Getting too old for this shit. Yeah. yeah, I'm not making a lot of top eights. I'm just making top weights. Oh, that's, yeah, that was a bad joke. Um, <laughs> so that's awesome. Um, and I mean, as as you as not useful as a resource as it is, I'm always open. Uh, do some play testing, oh, yeah. writing all that good stuff. I know there's a lot of good discords out there. Oh, uh, that's the other thing. Like, uh, I've. Uh, people have offered to like grind with me or like scrim with me or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and I tell them, I'm like, dude, you're honestly like too good for me right now. Like I <laughs> well, am not going you. to, I'm yeah. never going to be that. Guy. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not too good I'm for down, anybody. I'm down. <laughs> I'm down. But uh, yeah, no, like uh, there's a, uh, even at a, uh, even in melee where I was at a high level, I would warm up at tournaments with um, lower level players up to mid up to high. Mm-hmm. Like if, I didn't like just starting off playing against the best of the best because right. um, I needed to warm up to that level. And if I was playing them, it would just, it might get into my own head that I'm not that good right. before a tournament. So mm-hmm. why don't I stomp on these kids real quick, yeah. feel good about myself, then level up <laughs> to the next person and the yeah. next person. Yeah. And then by the time I'm really feeling it, then I'm just, then I'm grinding with like Zane and Leffen and I feel fine. Yeah. 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 You know? That's uh. so <laughs> yeah. 
it also at that at that high high level i'm sure it's so it's so like meta right like you're do like the top players are doing things that even like a middle even like a high level player is just like that mm-hmm. this is, is like counterintuitive right but you know because oh, yeah. it's so like yeah because you know, you're playing the opponent like their kinds of habits and what they're yeah. looking for things like they're, that oh yeah for sure they're they're th- um, they're throwing out scissors but it's like level 87 of scissors not just yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's uh it's awesome man and honestly there's actually quite a lot of um uh parallels between fighting games and the card game surprisingly really um, what I'm, I'm interested yeah to i, hear I think this. so um so for example i do believe that um there's a lot of conditioning in fighting games mm-hmm. um in the sense that um based on what you're doing you're it's just a battle of information. Like you're giving away information on what your plan is, what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. likewise, you're receiving it based on the, the info that you're giving them. Right. So you could feed people information that you want them to react to later. Like you were explaining earlier, right? Like when um, uh, you do this awful play, which uh, would make them play a certain way, which yeah. sets up your win condition, etc. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing with fighting games where um, you, uh, you condition them to feel comfortable in a certain type of way. And uh, eventually they give you what you want. That's going to just flip the match on its head. Mm-hmm. And you can do that. Mm-hmm. In, I think it's, it's pretty pronounced in card games where if, yeah. if like, if I could be good enough to really convince this person that atrocity needs to be used right now. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And like, it has to happen. You'd be an idiot to not use it right yep. now. Yeah. And then, and then I win the whole game because of that. Yep. Then uh, that's it's the same shit in fighting games. Like I use uh, Samus in Melee, mm-hmm. who has the worst grab in the game. And when I started playing, everyone told me not to use the grab because it was so bad. But I use it all the time. And uh, the way I get away with it is I tell people, um, I, 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 I put them into positions where they'd have to feel completely stupid to not shield in this situation. Mm-hmm. Like you would be an idiot not to shield. And then that's when the slowest grab in the game comes out and then <laughs> yeah. you get grabbed. Yeah. Right. And uh, if you, if I could do that in card games and I've seen me do it in card games, like not on that kind of level because I'm not that good, mm-hmm. but I could imagine times oh, yeah. where you know, one day I will be good enough where I could have that sense of this person, what they're trying to do and what they're afraid of, and then work with that yeah. and try to make them do these kinds of things. Conditioning. Yeah. 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 Which I think would be awesome. That'll make the game hella fun at that point. It really is, especially when you like you know the matchup. That's a, a it's uh-huh. like okay, I just need to get this atrocity off, and I need them to commit. I need them to overcommit. I need to make them think I don't have it. Mm-hmm. They yeah. absolutely, I couldn't. It's not in my range at all. I would have to be a moron and have a tr- yeah. and have uh, ruination right now, and then boom, they're done. Yeah, no, I was playing my friend who uh, you do you know Lucky? He's a Smash player as well. He's a Fox player. Yeah. Uh, so he's been playing Runeterra too. Uh-huh. Uh, so I played him on my stream. He challenged me. I'm like, I'm gonna watch this kid because like <laughs> I've, I've been playing and he hasn't. And I was playing one of his deep decks. Yeah. And then um, at, like my misfortune, like I just killed one of his units or whatever. And I was about to bring my misfortune out without enough mana to really like defend it. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm like, well, the only thing that kills me here, he was running a Shadow Isles deck. Oh, it, Shadow Isles was part of it, right? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, they were going for yeah. deep. Um. I'm like the only thing that kills me here is Black Spear, but why the fuck would he run Black Spear in a in a in this kind of deck? Yeah. It doesn't make sense, right? Yeah. Like he's trying to go deep. Uh it just doesn't work. And then so I brought it out 
And then his last three mana just comes out and then he black spears me. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? And then he told me after, he's like, LMAO, I only had one of those in my deck. Yeah. Like, why the fuck do you have that in your deck? Yeah. I'm flipping out. I'm like, dude, that yeah. is horrible. And, yep. um, and like, imagine if I was a good player who did that to me. I'm right. like, genius. Yeah, genius. exactly. But because it's Joey, it's yeah. lucky. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Yeah. But um, yeah, I want to be at the point where I start doing the stupid shit on purpose. You know yeah, I mean? Exactly. Yep. Yeah. That- <laughs> I, I feel like uh, the stupid shit, I don't, I don't know. I'll, I'll put the stupid stuff on purpose. I think that's a good episode title for sure. The Doing songs, the yeah. stupid <laughs> stuff on purpose. I think that's, right. a, that's yeah. a pretty good one. Okay. Uh, we are coming up close to time here. I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, Rising Tides, uh, obviously the new set. All three of us actually were lucky enough to uh, be invited to the creator challenge. So we did some creator yes. challenges from Riot. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, saucy by the way uh top three let's get yeah, some claps in chat for saucy yeah. with the yeah, with the top was, three creator challenge. it was fun some of those challenges were damn hard though they were just there were some difficult ones well there was yeah. like there was like oh uh it was like just win a game while you're talking like a pirate and then also seven yeah. oh an expedition like it's like <laughs> so for anyone who doesn't know what happened was Riot. Um, they put out this. It was basically like a launch party event thing where they were doing. Um, I was I was telling people it was kind of like a reality show type race. So it was a, a little with, bit. Uh, there were 20 content creators yeah. um, and we all had a series of various challenges that range from draw your favorite card in the game, yeah. like on paper to mm. talk like a pirate to seven oh expeditions to a bunch of crazy stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, and it, there was a the way that a lot of them were worded were kind of the way that a lot of the cards are worded, very vaguely. <laughs> yeah, very um, am- ambiguous. <laughs> very ambiguous. Yeah. So I, I want to get you guys' opinion on this one. So the the challenge for um, ha- it, it says have four champions leveled up on the board at the same time. Uh, did you take that to mean you had to have your own champions, four of them leveled up on the board at the same time? Oh, because you didn't. It was just four champions. Yeah, I didn't know that until the last day. And someone Uh comes in like, oh, no, no. It's just like their champions count too. I'm like, (laughs) wow. Seriously, the first two times, it took me like three hours the first time because I'm like, all right, I'm going to play Teemo, Fizz, Gangplank, and whatever, something cheap so I can put them all at the same time because I have the mana to do it all. And and this guy just comes in and is like, oh, no, like your opponent has Thresh and Anivia. You only need two. I'm like, damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. They need some. They need some like English majors to like just really like be careful about the wording on the cards and these challenges because yeah. Yeah, yeah, it gets a little vague, for sure. That's, uh, but it was fun though. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It, yeah, it was. I uh, for those of you who, I mean, I think everyone did a really cool job. I, I think they said they were going to release like they were going to do some clip. Uh, yeah, montage. So definitely check oh, those. Oh, out. okay. I think I don't, oh, I don't yeah. know. And, and it, it was funny because so uh, Twitch, the official Twitch um, page, they put out like a little montage from it. And it was funny because Hugs was in it and myself was in it. And it was funny. So my my other half doesn't follow Runeterra or care about card games at all, but okay. they do follow Smash. And mm. they're like, oh, shit, you're in a montage with Hugs. I'm like, oh, yeah, they're like, yeah, it, it was, oh, it was so really funny. funny. Yeah, but so, do they know that Hugs is on the show right now? Yeah, they don't care. But what, <laughs> like it, wait, it's the Rune podcast. Doesn't care. Oh, yeah. okay. I see. I see. Rune Terra is like whatever. Hilarious. But yeah, it, yeah, because it was like when we were at DreamHack, they're like, "Yeah, I know you're competing in this Hearthstone thing. I'm gonna be watching uh, Smash." So <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's awesome. 
So yeah, we should we should all hang out at like a future dream hack or something. Yeah, when this dream hack hundred percent. Whenever yeah. the the next, I I am imagining that regardless of what the event is, whenever the next in person like gaming thing happens, it is gonna be fucking lit. swamped. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be swamped. Lit. I mean, yeah. I, I know I'll be Can't running wait. some huge community thing i don't even care what it's for i don't even care what game it's for i just want <laughs> just to like see other people still exist it's crazy yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah so first week of first week of uh, rising tides yes what mm-hmm. decks are you guys enjoying what kind of archetypes because i'll be honest there's a lot of new shit like way Ton. more new archetypes than i oh, expected yeah. coming from the open beta yeah uh mm-hmm. hugs what kind of stuff you've been playing what decks do you enjoy to play so the the type of deck I've been playing them I, I prefer aggro more than anything. Cool. Same, um, same. Uh, but I've been messing around with uh, Swain decks more than anything. Nice. And I don't even I'm not even sure if he's good really. Uh, it just I just like his vibe and I like what what his aim is. And I created like it was the first time I ever built a deck. It was just this stupid aggro Swain deck mm-hmm. that in my mind, had some ability to adjust to the slightly later game. But then that was just wishful thinking because I was playing against normal instead of ranked. Uh-huh. And oh, so okay. I was just watching them. But then as soon as I went into ranked, I'm like, oh, I really <laughs> I really can't get past round eight here. So I might, I might need to fix this up. But I've been playing mostly that, mostly aggro, mostly uh, Swain. And I haven't uh, gotten into any other decks too much because the challenges kind of took my time away yeah. from Yeah, yes. So I'm barely jumping back into that now. But what are you guys playing? Uh, Lev, uh, man, I have been just floating around. Like I think I've I, I may have played every single deck that's been built. Uh every single deck that's in the that <laughs> that has been posted on uh on um all the top Runeterra decks, deck, Runeterra yeah. decks Twitter and dual and like yeah. decks of Runeterra. I've co- I've copied basically every single one and I haven't found one okay. that sticks. Though the most recent deck that mm-hmm. I've been playing is actually one that I saw from Gummy God, who's in the chat right now. Shout outs, Gummy. Love you. Okay. Uh, yeah, I've seen a lot of letters times. It was um it's a twisted fate. What is it? It's twisted fate karma. Twisted fate yeah. karma. Oh, that sounds um, fun. Yeah, and it's actually like got a lot of um uh steel cards so cards that t- the, all the like plunder kleptomaniac yeah that's what they call it yeah the, like stealing your opponent's okay. cards um oh. it's kind of like Yo, a can control you link me that after yeah yeah i'll i'll, uh, yeah, I'll ship it over to you. yeah okay. it's uh it, i i only played a couple games with it but it was pretty it was pretty fun i've been playing some karina as well karina or um Vi plus you hate karina karina <laughs> i hit i, I hit masters with karina so i had to uh, okay strong uh, She's, still good. She's still good. Yeah. Uh, and Vi, yeah. Vi. So people, people, saucy people have been shitting on us for our lack I of love, love for Vi. Uh, I keep it going. Yeah, <laughs> Vi. I don't think she's bad. I'm just not excited about her. She's just the most boring champion in the game. Yeah, by a wide I margin. Think, and this is the same thing. I I think she's a. I think the card is good. Like, as as far as like mechanically and how the card works i think it is a fine card i think it's yeah, good I, think it's good. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's boring as fuck yeah. that's chilling yeti is not a, is play. not an exciting card yeah bull yeah. okay bull elnuck is an exciting card but that's similar to how i felt about bannerman too it was just kind yeah. of boring 
Oh it's yeah. Good. And that's the thing, it's that's the exact same thing. Like Bannerman is a strong deck. It's very good. It's super yeah. consistent. That's one of its like biggest strengths. This yeah. is incredibly consistent. Yeah. You have a very direct game plan. You do the same thing every game. It's good. But it's just so not fun to play. Like yeah. there's just not much to it. Right, right, right. Uh, yeah. I, I prefer I prefer decks that make me struggle a little bit with decisions, you know. Yeah. Well you have to you have to you have the decision of do you want to play your uh do you want to play your second four four for three mana on turn four or do you want to play the the four one and say oh wait no you just play the badger every time you just play yep. more badgers every single time yeah do you want to play a four yep. four for three or do you want to play misfortune there's your just and here's the thing the answer it doesn't matter you just play either yeah. just play just play the card and attack yeah. that's all that matters so so for me there's there's i've had a few again like the challenges took up what we were doing them what from thursday to sunday yeah like, with it was pretty much the entire launch. So I haven't right. had a ton of time to do a bunch of crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. um, my favorite thing that I've created is the Unyielding Keg I was going to say, I that is the, the, the hallmark. It's the most fun thing I've ever done in this game. You, you put Unyielding Spirit on any keg, and you have permanent spell damage. Uh, so you play things like the, what is the, the Riptide Rex, and he's got like plus four damage on each of his cannon shots. <laughs> Uh, you can lethal. Uh, I I played against uh, Swim in one of the contests, and uh, I lethal them with two warning shots that did like four damage each. Uh, just crazy stuff. So that's like, super fun. It's that's not. A, I, I've never seen this card. That's crazy. unyielding spirit. Yeah, yeah I haven't seen. Oh, it. dude, okay. people hate that card. Yep, people that's really don't. Card. it's great <laughs> but on, the, it's, but on the kegs it's awesome so Ooh, think i don't about know it. is is that it card's fucked up should that be an episode title <laughs> yeah yeah think about it you have these barrels that don't go away and you play something like twisted fate to hit them for four across the board instead of yeah. one and it does a lot of cool shit um yeah. so that's fun but i think my favorite and i said this before it came out that it was gonna be my favorite fizz is my favorite card of the set um mm -hmm. so i like fizz Fizz is super fun, and Blevins will appreciate this because because I had to cosplay as Fizz. No, when I was playing Magic, my first like when I'm like getting into competitive ma Magic, when I was getting into competitive Legacy, it was Infect. Infect was the deck I played, and Fizz feels like that. Like in this game, you have mm -hmm. you basically yes. just get one to stick on the field and He's win with one. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's it's hex proof stuff and like that's how it feels and I absolutely yeah. love it. And so I've been working on a perfecting the the fizz deck is what we've been working yeah. on. Okay. Dude, I that. want to try out the fizz deck too. That's the one I had the most fun with that I was forced to play during the challenges. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know how you had to pair up like the Tivo fizz deck that I played? Yeah. I had so much fun with it. It's so fun. <laughs> it was hype. It was so hype. Yeah. Oh man. I'm gonna try that out for sure. I, I gotta uh I don't know if I'm entering the tournament this Saturday because I wanna develop like three different decks that i i feel comfortable playing with mm -hmm. right now literally i've just been playing swain i gotta jump into some other shit yeah dude because leviathan swain it makes me so hype like when it's i set so it up cool. it's so when, cool. it, when i said yeah. it, it's hard to set up though people always stuff it but yeah i'll find a way mogwai yeah. was playing i think a noxus uh noxus Freljord, swain like style deck mm. which looked really okay. cool yeah mm. it was I think the only I was playing uh, the Sejuani uh, Swain because you get the Sejuani with the with the City Break or whatever, and so uh -huh. it freezes their whole board at the start of every one of their turns. Ooh. Oh god! Oh, is, the three the that, catapult yeah. card. Yep. Yeah. yeah, because oh. when they take damage, it freezes their board. So Ooh. then you're just like, all right, guess you're not playing cards. Guess like you don't it's get to play anymore. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> 
I did see the Sejuani Teemo deck too that was like yeah. doing the same thing because like every really? time they draw a mushroom, their whole board is frozen. Yep. Oh god. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Yeah, uh, I can't wait to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh overall I think uh Rising Tides has been super cool. And I think yeah. I mean just mm-hmm. just basing just based on how much the meta and like the decks changed from week to week in the beta season, I'm imagining we're gonna be seeing a ton of other decks too with stuff people just haven't even explored yet. Um, but as we wrap up here, we do have a couple of listener questions that we wanted to get to, um, before we go here. So I'll start us off here. Uh, jelly jelly asks, uh, for hugs, what kind of controller do you use for LOR? (laughs) I use a HyperX keyboard. There we go. (laughs) There you go. go. Uh, I, I do use a GameCube controller actually. uh, (laughs) HyperX mouse. Shout outs. Yeah. sponsored yeah. <laughs> i mean i would uh i would use a gamecube controller if it made sense um if I, yeah if i could yeah <laughs> a hyper a hyperx gamecube controller get on it course, HyperX. Yes. how come how come these peripherals companies don't make gamecube controllers i feel like they can make if like razor made a gamecube controller they can make a killing because off of it melee players are the most elitist fuckers on the planet they will not they will refuse to play any other type of controller. Yeah, Let's we try. need we need a mint. Madcap has tried. People have tried. We've, we we need a mint condition 2001 specifically GameCube controller that's never yeah, that's with, NRFB with a 90s CRT. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. true. We need so, a 90s. Yeah. We need a uh, a Shreko Vision T. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> the My Little Princess. The my... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love yeah. that. I love that. Yeah. So good, so good. Um, this is an interesting one, and yeah. I think it'd be actually a really good one uh, from yeah. S. J. Woody. They ask, "What tips would you give to someone that's new at card games?" And as you being new at card games, what tips would you give? Uh-huh. Um, well, I, I guess I got to give the disclaimer, right? That I'm not good. So I mean, I'm you are masters. I'm saying you are. You, I will give you that denotion. You are better <laughs> than a lot of players. Okay, but, better okay, than a lot I of do, players. What I do have is experience going through it as a brand new player. I had um, my recommendation is, and this just applies to any game, is don't listen to people. Don't listen to everybody. <laughs> All right, like yeah. you have to, you have to go and experience these things yourself before you decide what advice is good mm-hmm. and what advice is trash. Because when you're going to a new game, there's going to be plenty of people who think they know what they're talking about. Yep. Or who think that they understand the way that you learn? Maybe they, maybe they're right, but you're not at a place where you could process it correctly. Yeah, yeah. So what you need to do first is get your hands on it. You need to play. You try things out. Do things that make sense to you, and then have the questions to get the advice from the people that you trust to know their shit. But you need to come in with questions. Don't let people give it to you. You need to create the questions by getting in there and playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's just in general with any game. So card games specifically just get in there and play and get to get get as much knowledge as you can about all the cards that exist because i think that's the most important yep. initial fundamental step yeah it's just knowing what the fuck kind of cards people are playing mm-hmm. yeah yeah need to know what you are uh uh going to play around um yes. so space coast uh gamer who's in the chat by the way shout out to danny um mm-hmm. he asked what your favorite archetype is you mentioned your an aggro player. Um, uh, yeah, I prefer it. Yeah. yeah. So he also had a follow-up question here, and maybe you haven't gotten into this with LOR, but maybe you can dip into your previous tournament experience. But he says, when testing for a tournament, do you have a group that you test with, or do you just play on ranked? Oh, you mean uh, like players that I work with? Yeah. Is that what mm-hmm. they mean by group? Yeah. Um, 
so that's one of those things I mentioned that, you know, as I progress and get better, uh, is one of my later goals that I'm going to yeah. have. Right now I don't because uh, I don't feel like I'm good enough to benefit from that just yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now I just, I kind of grind ranked and I have some people that I do scrim with individually that uh, know a lot more. Like I, uh, there's this, uh, a guy named Clan Master who was like number one on the NA ladder for mm-hmm. Masters. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'll he'll help me out a lot. He'll give me a lot of, it, we we disagree on things sometimes, but um, he knows more than I do. So I trust him a lot. And then mm-hmm. I try to make sense of his thoughts. Um, Emotional is another guy I play yeah, with. Or, we had him on the show play with, uh, a couple weeks ago. Oh, okay. okay. A couple weeks well, ago. Sorry, I don't play with him yet because I've refused to scream with him because I also told him he's too good for me. But uh, <laughs> he's I, very I, good. In, he's yeah, in my in my chat, I I take his advice, and it's best when they're both in the chat and they get to argue with each other because <laughs> then like they get to challenge each other on their thoughts. I'm like, yes, yeah. that's what I want to do, but I I don't have a right yet. But um, yeah, so I have specific people I play with, but I don't have like a squad I work with. Like I was watching. Sorry, really quick, I'm rambling, but I was watching oh, a God. thing with a uh, uh, swim. He was like. Um, streaming and then he was talking about how he's going to work on a tournament he's like yeah i'm gonna get in a group call with these guys and we're going to talk algorithms and shit like that i'm like fuck i want to be like on that level you know where i <laughs> where i call my friends like yo let's talk some math for like the first yeah, hour yeah. let's do this for the next hour uh so one day that's the end goal and yeah. i suggest we should get there but right now that's uh i i don't need that to get better again. right that'll be later mm-hmm. yeah i i would bet that it is very likely that one of the people on that call with swim was gummy. So, <laughs> oh yeah, gonna, yeah okay. who's cool, in the chat? Cool. He's he gummy. Yeah, I definitely, people. I'm definitely gonna have some questions about that when I'm there. Like, I'm really interested in the math and how that all works. Yeah, I I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Part of the reason I grinded the masters at the end was so I could get into the masters Discord to get to get uh, oh, yeah? to just get like just to hear from okay. people and, and stuff like that. Uh, and nice. also to, and, and also to have an unlimited discord of guests to have on the podcast, but, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh maybe ulterior motives. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. saucy, you want to take the next one? Uh, let's do, we can do, I think we've got time for one more. One more. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm deciding which one I want to do. Uh, oh, let's say that this is this is this is kind of interesting. Uh, I want to we we also skipped this last week. So Ranik okay. asked, do uh do you ever see them adding different card types like artifacts or enchantments from Magic, for example, to LOR, and would it benefit from something like that? Okay, you're gonna need to tell me what artifacts and enchantments are. <laughs> so there there's different card types in and like Magic or Hearthstone or whatever. Um, so like artifacts would be kind of like it. They, they, they're kind of uh, hinting at them. Like a keg would be kind of like be an artifact in this game, kind of. Yeah, where it's um, like not a, a follower or a unit. It's yeah, just like so they'd another have like, thing oh, okay. in play. Yeah, like another type of, like another card type. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, I, I mean, I feel like at some point in the late future, there will be other card types. I, I feel like every card game eventually ends up doing that, um, where you have like, I could see them doing something like an enchantment. I mean, they're kind of already do things like that. Like I would say Unyielding Spirit is an enchantment. Um, yeah. As a an spell. Yeah. It's, it's the same thing. So, and, okay. and they work the same way in Magic. So I think that they'll, we'll see, a, we already have kind of enchantments. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know if they'd ever do like because they already have like the champions are kind of like planeswalkers. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't well, know if they we need more card types. Well, I guess I guess to answer that question, um, what what was the question again? If adding that would do would what benefit the game? The game. Uh, I don't. So just from my perspective, I don't think that adding 
depth to a game ever hurts it. I think it's typically beneficial as long as it doesn't centralize the gameplay. Yeah, so yeah. If, if they could, and I felt like they've been doing a good job on this so far, where um, you have other powerful cards that are useful in their own way, but it doesn't diminish the value of other cards as much as I thought I'd see when they release new cards. Right? Yeah. Like mm -hmm. the goal that they state is to not make other cards obsolete. And it feels like they've done that with this, at least this first wave of new cards. Um, so as long as they could do that, like when they come out with artifacts or enchantments, as long as it doesn't diminish the value of other games and it adds to the depth rather than taking away from it, mm -hmm. I do not see how it could hurt the game. Depth is the reason that a game could last a long time. So it's going to be yeah. necessary at a certain point. I, I yeah. think if you plot out, if you think of LOR as a, in the same way as magic and that like magic is 27 years old, right? 93. Yeah. 93. Yeah, jeez. Uh -huh. Magic uh -huh. is 27 years old and you look at the newest set that just came out and compare it to Alpha in 93. It's like there are there have been tens of thousands of cards that have come out. There are so many new, the rules are different. There's so much different about the game, but it's still Magic. Mm -hmm. Um so I I think H Hugs, I think you hit the the nail on the head is that as long as like as long as it doesn't make things obsolete and it's like, oh, well, they made these, uh, if they were called, let's just say they made a card called runes or something. And these rune mm -hmm. cards are just the most fucking broken thing ever. And you absolutely need yeah. to play them in every deck. And it's like, well, everyone's running a rune deck now. And everything that we knew before is just uh, is obsolete, which yeah. at, some, at points in magic, it kind of feels like that sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, that's going to be good. The only yeah. counter I have to something like... Uh, Ranek specifically says artifacts and enchantments and like things that would go on the board. The only objection I have is like board space in the game is, is a resource both in the game and also visually that they use. So like, well, you could say, Oh, well they could just expand the board so you can put infinite things like, yes, but also at the end of the day, this is also a mobile game. So mm -hmm. uh, that is a yeah. factor that is going to go into all the decisions they make. I don't think okay. we're going to see, an infinite combo where you have to keep playing things over and over and over and over and over again. That's going to be a common theme. Like you can, like you can make infinite combos right now, but I don't think a thing that requires you to drag 50 things to attack is going to be a main driving mechanic in the game because it is a mobile game. Um, yeah. Even if that okay. might make it a better game, a game, uh, and I use air quotes there for better uh, overall. Mm -hmm. There are some restraints that aren't that don't have to do with gameplay that have to do with UI, UX, and, mm -hmm. and that, yeah. that they will keep into consideration. Yeah, yeah the, that's fair. And, and I like the only, I guess the last thing I would say about this is I wouldn't put it past Riot at all um, to do any crazy shit like this yeah. and add, I mean, because some of the stuff they've done, like this is the first, like this is the official launch set of the game. Yeah. Some of the cards and combos and crazy shit you can do in this game are way beyond like things I would expect from a first set of a card game. True. Like, there's some, yeah. there's some insane stuff like, in like, a good way having, or bad way? like in a great way, like yeah. the, the amount of things that you can do, like, different decks that are viable yeah. like they have a they have like maokai for example is not Toss. a card you would you would never see that in hearthstone something like that right. like it's mm -hmm. just like there's just some crazy stuff so i i, I think they're not afraid to take risks yeah. and uh it's it's very fun for that mm -hmm. yeah i agree 
Yeah. As long as their their balanced team is on it, you know. <laughs> and and as someone Pat, patches scare me, man. Patches are I, scary. I, I, I had a my game. That's true. My, that yeah, that is an interesting. Uh, that is interesting. That this game will constantly change. Yep. Uh, yeah. At least in some ways, but um, that is going to be it for this episode, guys. Cool. Uh, thanks everyone for watching. Hugs. Thank Yo, you thanks, so much. Thank fun. you for being on. Really yeah, appreciate for sure. it. Thanks for having me. That's fun. Anytime, man. Yeah. I, I, All I, right. That that is great. So hugs. Before we go, the the floor is yours. Sell out. Shout out. Do all that good stuff. Oh, cool. Yeah. Uh, you can follow me at hugs eighty six pretty much everywhere. Twitch, Twitter, uh, Instagram, YouTube, all that shit. Um, shout out to Dignitas for uh, supporting me trying out a brand new game. Nice. Uh, where I have to start out as a shitter. So awesome <laughs> for that. Awesome for them to trust me with this and. Um, Shout outs to my uh, Twitch community, the Subpub, for uh, letting me do what I do. Yeah, that, cool. that's really awesome. But Saucy, yeah. where can people find you? Uh, yeah, I'm just Saucy Mailman everywhere. Uh, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, Spotify, all those places. Uh, also, my website, SaucyMailman.com. I've, if you are newer to the game, I have a huge section on there for new player tips and tricks and guides and all that. Um, been doing a lot. Have some really sweet guides coming out. Um, yeah, that that's where I live. Oh, and um, hey, Blevins, where where can they find us all day, every day? Uh, you can find us on Discord, discord.me slash Radio, or you can go to deckpicks.live. That is where yeah. all of our stuff is. We definitely cool. actually own deckpicks.live. But that's going to be it. Thank you, everyone, for listening and watching. That's going to be it for Saucy Mailman, for Hugs. I'm Blevins. We'll be back next week to talk more Legends of Runeterra here on Runeterrible Radio. Ha 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 